Yes, sir. What's up, brother? Uh, thank you again, man, for joining us today, man. I really appreciate you taking some time off your busy schedule. You know, you're probably in the gym, you know, being a gym rat, preparing for the Olympics. So I really appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. I thank you for having me. Appreciate you again, man. Uh, but let's just jump to it, man. Uh, I know quarantine, I know Corona, COVD, Dorona, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, pretty much been a, been a life-changing for a lot of us. Uh, I know especially for you, man. I know you were training big time for uh, the big event this summer, the Olympics, the 2020 Olympics. Um, uh, it's being postponed. I'm hearing next year. I'm hearing at the end of the year. I'm hearing a lot of mixed things. Uh, but uh, how do you feel about that, man, about the Olympics being pushed back? Um, heartbreaking, you know, uh, when I first found out about it. Um, but I just recently talked to my friend Andre Ward with Team USA, and um, he was telling us, he was explaining to us, like, he was saying, if they can have the Olympics, they're going to have it. It's too much involved into the Olympics for them just to cancel it. He said, if they can have it, he said, if they can have it, they're going to have it. So train, because it's a good possibility that they're still going to have it next year. Absolutely. Um, he, said, he said, keep training, you know, stay focused and things like that, because you just don't want to get caught off guard. No, absolutely. And that's, that's some great advice from the GOAT, man. That's, why, that's probably my, one of my favorite uh, fighters, Andre Ward, man. Uh, some great advice you're getting from him. Um, when it comes to, he says, stay in training. Something, can you get like, a little bit in depth with that? Like, what have you been doing differently? Have you been doing the same thing uh, when it comes to training? Uh, can you get a little bit more, you know, detail with that? Actually, no, I, I haven't been doing the same thing when it comes to training because the gyms are closed down. So mainly every day, um, I've been doing a lot of road work. I've been doing a lot of running. And um, just natural body, just natural, like, body things, like uh, body squats, push-ups, sit-ups. I just ran, like, seven miles yesterday. Oh, wow. You know, you know what I'm saying? So everything is outside activities that can okay. get, like, like, my heart rate, like, pumping real fast. Or just I hear give you. me, like, more strength without, like, dumbbells and just lifting weights and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, uh, so the sparring hasn't really been a lot of sparring. Have you been sparring? No, actually, I haven't been sparring. Uh, i just been training my body just to stay in shape. Um, okay. My boy Shakur and, um, actually just texted me yesterday. Shakur Stevenson, he texted me yesterday saying he went out to Philly just to go spar boots. Yeah, and yeah, he, uh, yeah, boots. I'm sorry to cut you off, uh, Keyshawn, but boots, uh, he, he tweeted that. He tweeted a nice photo of uh, boots and Shakur. Uh, yeah, I guess they were at his gym. So, yeah, they definitely were training. How do you feel about that? I mean, you're based where in Virginia? Yeah, I'm based out of Norfolk, Virginia. Which Norfolk, Virginia. Oh. Okay, would you uh consider going to like Philly, like just to train with Shakur and Boots, something that you considered, or? Yes, you know me and Shakur actually train with the same coach. Uh, we train like kind of like we train out of the same gym basically, and um he was just telling me he going to spar Boots. He's in like more in D.C. area right now, and I'm more okay. like Virginia area. You feel me? So he just told me he was to go spar Boots, and um basically next time he go, you basically let me know that. I'm, I'm invited. You know, Boots is going to get some work with me also. He he, familiar with me, so. We that's all a great compliment, man. Right, exactly. No, that's a great. That'd be, I mean, for us fans, man, I mean, for your, for your, for just your, your experience, I mean, Shakur is like the, the future of boxing. I mean, and you got Boots, who a lot of people are very, very high on, you know, they call him the next Roy Jones. Uh, yep. I mean, that'd be amazing, man, to get some, to, to get some work in with those guys. That's, uh, that's amazing, man. That's something, I, uh, one of the questions I want to ask you, how's training with Shakur been? I know you always, you know, you guys going to kind of have a friendly, you know, rivalry going. Obviously, you guys train, but how's uh, training with him, sparring with him? How's that with Shakur? How's that? Honestly, it's, it's very difficult, you know, training with him, sparring with him, just on the fact that he raised the bar, you know, he raised the level. I got to go up to his level when he trains and spars and stuff like that, and I got to 
make sure I can compete with him. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's where the push comes into play. You know what I'm saying? He okay. pushed me to become become great, even greater than what I am in the amateurs. You know what I'm saying? And that also prepares me getting ready for pro. Got you. Um, going back to the Olympics, man. Um, I mean, some breaking news. Not really breaking news, but like. I think, you know, you know, we're talking about the whole Olympics being pushed, pushed up, pushed back, you know, whatever the sense is. Um, yeah. You know, one, one major news that you dropped was that you're, regardless if it's 2021, you said it, that you're going to stay, you're going to stay an amateur. You're going to go to the Olympics. What made you decide that? Like, what, you know, what was the decision behind that? Um, really just talking to my family and my brothers, my two brothers, Keon and Kelvin Davis. Okay. Um, we sat down. We was talking. Also, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson gave me great advice. Okay. Uh, can you share a little bit about that? I mean, I'm asking for the whole words. But anything like Shakur said that that kind of like you know what? Screw it. I'm 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 gonna stay for the Olympics. Anything? Can you share about that conversation? My my kid. Yes. Um. Basically, what he was saying was, he said, Keyshawn, when I first called you up to the Olympic to the Olympic training center to come train with me, the goal was initially was to get ready for the Olympics and go. Basically, okay. what you're saying was it was it ain't no point of you just coming out of this coronavirus pandemic and starting getting ready for professionals, a, a new sport that you never even prepared for, and you okay. can't prepare for now because everything's shut down. You know what I'm saying? He would say you might as well just keep training for the Olympics. So when you come out of this pandemic, you still training for something you already was planning to go to. Understand what I'm saying? So it just made more sense coming out of this pandemic to um to stay amateur rather than go pro. I hear you. Um, you know, same with the Olympics. Uh, do you feel, uh, Keyshawn, because, you know, like I said, a lot of guys, a lot of fans, a lot of boxing experts uh, are very high on you, man. Like, they really expect you to win gold. Do you feel extra pressure being that, you know, Shakur was in the Olympics. Um, he got silver. Um, Andre Ward was the last American uh, to win. Uh, well, I'm sorry, American men, because I don't want to discredit Carissa Shields. She's right. uh, She won in 2012 and 2016, which is a huge accomplishment. She won the back-to-back. So I don't want to say American, because she's an American, you know, women or men. Right. But anyway, what I wanted to say is that Andre Ward, just the, just the logic of it, Andre Ward was the last men to win, to, uh, to win a gold medal in 2024. So we're in 2020, so that's 16 years. Um, you feel... Uh, I mean, Shakur, like I said, he got silver. Do uh, you feel, like, extra pressure to, like, to win gold? Obviously, you want to win gold for yourself, for your family. Right. Or do you feel like you have to win gold for just your country, for Shakur, for Andre Ward? You know, you mentioned all these greats. You know, you mentioned that you stay in contact with, with the greats of Andre Ward and Shakur. Do you feel, like, pressure to win that gold for them? Right. Um, honestly, no. I don't really feel no pressure because I've been training to go to the Olympics. Let's be realistic. I've been training to go to the Olympics to the Olympics since 2016. I've been really looking forward to go to the Olympics since 2016, win the gold medal before anybody knew me since 2016. So now that everybody knows me and, 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 and rooting for me to go, I don't take it as pressure. I take it as support. Y'all okay. supporting me to win this gold medal so y'all can, so we can all shine together when I come Absolutely. back with that gold medal. That's how I look at it. And I, that's, how I, that's how I feel. Like, that's how I feel. Where the people get off their energy to me, you feel what I'm saying? It's not really like pressure, like Keisha, you better go win that gold. It's like Keisha, man, I hope you win that gold. I hope you whoop Cuba, man. man. I just want to see you do great. Like, that's the energy I get from my people, honestly. No, no I love that. No, that's that's the energy that you should receive because that's how we're rooting for you, man. We need that gold. And, like, you know, again, I feel like I'm putting all the pressure on you right now, man. But, <laughs> you know, no, it's the honest truth, man. Like, we want, you know, how USA is very, we're very competitive, man, as a country, as a, you know, we're very competitive. And, uh, we know our greats, and we know that you can win it for us. So we, right. it, it, it's just be realistic, man. It is pressure, 
and it's like it's like you said, it's it's more like support, but it's pressure too. Cause we really we know you can do it. We know that you can bring it back, and and I and I respect that you're saying that it's not you're embracing the pressure. You're you're making the pressure as support, which it should be because we believe in you, and we know that you can. You know what I'm saying? You can deliver. So I definitely respect that, man. Um, to go back Cuba, man. Another question you brought up. How does it feel with uh, your rival Andy Cruz, man? I know uh, he's getting the the better of you in the World Championship, the Pan Games. How's that rivalry going? Like, do you feel pressure with that? No, actually, even though I'm losing and stuff like that, I want to say I'm having fun losing, but I'm having fun learning. Learning, like this, my that was my second year internationally. He been fighting internationally, like he got like 400, 300 fights. So every time I fight him, lose, win, or draw, I'm I'm learning off that guy. Keep it real. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm perfecting my game. So, yeah, it's a hell of a rivalry. Everybody looking forward to it. And I and I know, like, personally, I can beat him. Okay. But if we just talk about the last three fights, I, I think it's a hell of a rivalry. I think I'm going to dominate him the fourth time. But like I said before, I'm learning a lot off that guy, and I'm enjoying my moments as it goes. So the record is what? he's He's got you – he's beat you three times already? Yeah, he beat, he beat me three times. He beat you in the Pan Games, the World uh, the World Championship, and what was the other one? I, I didn't recall the third one. The Pan Am Qualifiers. I fought him in the Pan Am Qualifiers, the Pan Am okay. Games, and then the World Championships. Okay, so he's 3-0. Oh, wow. Okay, so – and I respect that, man. Like you said, you're learning from that, and that's how you should take every loss. Um, But, no, we're we're excited. Like, I'm excited. You know, I know guys that I talk to uh, – shout-out to Robbie and your boy, uh, uh, Sibby Boxing, man. You know, uh, Sibby? Sibby, oh, guy, yes, sir. Sibby, Sibby, yes, sir. <laughs> That's one of my guys, man. That's one of me, him. Uh, he actually was the one of the guys that recommended me to, to interview interview me, to, to interview you. You know, and I really appreciate that, man. He's a really good guy, man. He told me, uh, he gave me some questions. All he wanted, all he wanted from you and for me was uh, for you to give him a shout out in this uh, conversation, man. Yes, sir, man. Shout out my boy, Sibby Boxing. Follow him on Instagram, Sibby Boxing. He's a hell of a, a, a breakdown artist. He knows the game. He understands the game, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow him. He's a good guy. No, he's a great guy, man. I uh, like I said, I uh, stay in touch with him on Twitter. He's a very, like you said, he broke it down, man. He gave me all the questions to ask you, and I really appreciate that. All he wanted was a shout out, man. That's a, it's a class guy, bro. He didn't ask for no money, no nothing. He just wanted a shout out, man. You gotta appreciate that. Um, just going back to um, the, uh, the the game, uh, there was a fighter, and I couldn't pronounce his name in 2016. That he's a pro now that you beat. Do you remember? Do you recall him? In 2016, he's uh he was an Olympian in 2016. I think he got silver or something. You actually beat him. He's a oh you talking about from France? Was it for France? Was he uh from like uh from France? From France, yeah, from France. Sophia yeah, Omaha. Yeah, you beat him. Uh, he's uh he's pro now, right? If I'm mistaken. Nah, he's not pro. I, I'm pretty sure he was shooting to go to 2020. Okay. Um, is that like another rivalry you look forward to? Because I know you beat him, and I know he was like a favorite when you guys faced, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, most definitely, he was an Olympic silver medalist and a world champion. And you beat him in the uh, what games? You beat him in? I beat him in the worlds five five zero unanimous. Five zero exactly. How did how did that feel, bro? Like how did like you know beating an Olympic silver medalist, which is like a high regard? How did that? How did that? Did that victory put, like you know give you more confidence? How did that make you feel? Yes, sir. Honestly. Every day throughout that tournament, I, I was giving myself more confidence. I fought five times. Um, the first day I fought Uzbekistan, he was a professional fighter, an Asian champion currently. First day I beat him, unanimous decision. And then quarterfinals, I had to fight France, Olympic silver medalist, world champion. And that was a quarterfinals, and I beat him, unanimous decision. And with okay. that, it most definitely gave me huge confidence because it showed that I can be uh, a tough competitor and a well-known competitor 
outside of my country, like you know what I'm trying to say? Like no, I got you. I got you, brother. You feel me? So yeah. after that win, it gave me more confidence, but I wasn't I wasn't that much excited to because I still had to fight Armenia and Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Armenia had beat France that year in the European games, which he was yep. a European champion. And then Cuba, um, he's a he was a world he's a world champion, you know what I'm saying? So I still had two big fights ahead of me. So that yep. France fight gave me confidence, but it didn't excite me enough to uh, unfocus me and to know what I got still had ahead of me. Nah, and I respect that, Keyshawn. Uh, it seems like, you know, you're, I mean, you know, obviously you're, you know, you're an amateur, you know, you're, you, you know, you do the, uh, the pan games, the world champs, the qualifiers, the Olympics. And it seems like that, like you really do your homework on these guys, which doesn't surprise me. Cause like all the greats do, but you know, like, you know, the, like what country they come from, you know, the, the French, the, 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 the the Cubans, like you, it means a lot beating because you know Cuba, Cuba has like a very strong amateur background. You know, like they have yep. a very strong background. Like you know, and I feel like you're very obviously confident, but it just means like it's like to me, it's like you have like a little black book and you're just writing these guys' names down. And you're like, you know what? It's the, <laughs> next, it's the next victim, you know. And I'm I'm not trying to make it like a war, but it's just how confident you are, man. It's like okay, cool. I gotta beat Andy Cruz. Like I gotta beat. The French dude, I gotta beat these guys, just just not for for America, just for my sake. It's just gonna make you. And it's like you go back, and it's like do you. Do what I'm trying to say is like, do you go back? Do you watch these old, you just old the uh, like these old fights on on YouTube? Do you like do you and your coaches go back and watch like the the old Andy Cruz fights or the the French the French Olympian? Do you guys do you watch those fights? Yes, sir. The year before I got on the team, I was watching these guys like. These guys were superstars before I became superstars. Understand what I'm saying? I jumped in the international game, made a name for myself the first year. Then the second year, I basically just took off with the Pan Ams of the World Championships. And like you okay. said, I had in my I ain't write it down, but I had in my head, like, I gotta beat this guy, I gotta beat this yeah. guy. In this tournament, he's gonna be here, he's gonna be here. So I'm training not to beat him, but I'm training to be great. Because I know all yeah. these different guys got different styles. I know France got an outside boxing style. I know Andy Cruz got a little shifty style. I know Armenia okay. got a, a, a aggressive style, a pressure fighter style. So I'm just training in the gym just to be great, to have everything sharp, my feet work, my hands, my defense. So whoever I fight, depending on which day, I will already have that down pat. And absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, and I also love that you bring up the styles, man. I think styles is important. I think, uh, you know, being being a boxing fan, just you know, being on Twitter and just being around boxing fans, you know, people have to criticize. Uh, okay, you know, you lost to Andy Cruz. Like, you know, if you you know, if you lost to Andy Cruz, you know, they want to criticize you. They want to say, oh, you know, Keyshawn isn't great because he lost to Andy Cruz. He's three and he's three and zero. Oh, he's zero and three versus Andy Cruz. But right. you brought up a great a great example. It's the styles, like the amateurs or just boxing in general. You're not facing like that's why I I think I'm enjoying more of the amateurs more more and more as I get older because you know in boxing the professional level you have a say on who you want to fight like when you're a money fighter when you're when you're right, a popular spider. fighter you have a you have a say on what style and what guy you want to face right but when it comes to the Olympics when it comes to the amateurs you don't you know it's all it's all bracket it's all who's the next man up if you win you gotta face the next guy and you're facing a lot of different styles so it's a lot. People don't give. I, I'm not saying they don't give enough uh, credit, but just just credit like the, the amateurs and the Olympic level is is difficult to to medal just to win because there's so many different styles. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a say on what style you want to face. It's like you know 
Andy Cruz is going to be in the Olympics. You know Keyshawn Davis is going to be in the Olympics. You know the, uh, fr- the, the guy from France is going to be in the Olympics. You just got to study the style and just be in your game. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to, like, elaborate on how difficult the Olympic, the amateur, people want to say it's easier because you're wearing headgear to less rounds. Like, do you want to just, you know, emphasize how difficult the Olympics or the amateur style is? Yes. Um, well, in the Olympics, we only wear headgear in the United States, and that's the only country that still have headgear on. Okay. In the Olympics, we, we fight with no headgear internationally, but when it comes to styles in the amateur boxing, like, I feel like I feel like amateurs is harder, honestly, because we don't pick our opponents. All our all our championship, not even championship fights, but like we could catch a a world champion the first day in the tournament. Understand okay. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. in professionals, your debut is not gonna be no world champion. You feel what I'm saying? So yep. we really like work for our medals and stuff like that. And we gotta be prepared for whatever style comes our way. We gotta be prepared for whatever age comes our way, because it don't matter with that either. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We just got to get in the ring and fight and, 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 and give it our all, man. No count. I hear you, brother. <laughs> no, I hear you, brother. No, I hear you. Uh, Just going back to your, you know, you're growing up, man. I know Sweet Pea, uh, rest in peace, man. Uh, He was from around your area. Is that a style um, that you mimic or just try to be like? Is that somebody you look up to, Sweet Pea? Is that, you know, anything for your boxing style, Sweet Pea? Well, honestly, I be trying to, like, get things from Sweet Pea especially his defense and his footwork and stuff like that. But, like, being that he's southpaw and how he how he did his, his ways of his movement, his defense and stuff like that, I don't try to mimic that because okay. naturally people doesn't don't develop that naturally. Well, I wouldn't say okay. like that. People wouldn't develop that. People don't develop that in the, like, in the gym. People develop that naturally, I would say. Like, no, I, no, if you have it, you have it. Off, you Go ahead. No, yeah, I wanted to say that. No, it's a great emphasis, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, you said that. It's like I, I kind of wanted to piggyback. It's like you're not – you said it. You're not born with it. Like, Sweet Pea was a special talent. He was born with that talent. Yep. You know, like, I'm not saying, you know, you're not born with certain – like, there might be something that you're born with, but you're obviously, like, you're, 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 you go to the gym every day. You work hard on your craft. You know, you perfect your craft. But there's going to be something about you that – that you were gifted with, you know, that God gifted you with, like yeah. Sweepy, his defense. He was gifted with Sweepy. You can't mimic that. But go on. No, no, but go on. But go on. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go on. Yes, sir. You know? Oh, well, um, um, honestly, where we come down to, like, let's, let's, let's stay on, like, God-gifted things. Like, if you like, talk about me as a provider, okay. I feel like, like my gifts, I don't really have any, like, gifts, natural gifts in the ring other than, like, I got like I got good eyes. Like, I can see things and get out of the way like real, real fast. Okay. I'm saying like I can see it and get out of the way or see it and block it. And people are like, wow, how did he just do that right quick? Like that's like things that I hear people say about me. Understand okay. what I'm saying? But yep. I think my gift like overall as a fighter is just I'm a I feel like I'm a complete fighter. I'm an ultimate fighter. Like I have the power, the speed, the intelligence. I can talk. I'm confident. I got the heart. I come from a well-grounded family. I think I really am the total package of a fighter. You understand what I'm saying? I feel like I can I take you. it as far as I want to take it. And, um, honestly, I always felt like this even as a kid. You understand what I'm saying? So now that I'm walking in my destiny, I just want to accomplish whatever I want to accomplish out of this game. I hear you, and I respect that. Um, that we're, that we're talking about that, is there a – you know, you say you learn a little from Sweet Pea. You know, you have your own style. But is there, like, a style that you want to, like, just, I guess, you, you know, the, the audience will pick up. But is there, like, a style that you try to, you try to like, uh, 
try to be, are you like a boxer puncher, a bo- uh, puncher boxer, or you're like a defensive boxer, or you're an aggressive fighter? Like, what, what do you, what do you want your style to be? You can say I'm a, I'm a puncher boxer. Okay. Because of course I'm a boxer. I don't get hit a lot. Like I really don't get hit a lot in my fights. That's what I try not to do. Okay. And then uh, I got power. Like I really have power. Like naturally, you know what I'm saying. So I can box you to death. And then when it's time to get you up out of there, I feel like I can. Got you. Uh, going back to the Olympics, uh, Keyshawn, what weight uh, are you going to be at the, the Olympics? 138. 138. Okay. Um, I know this is like the future talking. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm trying to pick your brain, brother. But uh, yep. when you go professional, uh, do you see yourself going to, like, lightweight 135? Do you see yourself starting at junior welterweight? What do you see yourself starting at? I, I see myself starting at 135, but I want to okay. start at 130. Okay. Okay. Is there a reason behind that? For the one thirty? Yeah, yeah. This is thinking far ahead, but honestly, I want to fight Leo Santa Cruz. That's the guy you want to fight. Yeah, I want to fight Leo Santa Cruz at one thirty and one thirty five. I want to fight Tank or Telefimo. Wow, wow, wow. Tank wow, wow. I'm just caught off guard. You mentioned a lot of these guys that are wow. Yeah. You mentioned a veteran L S C Leo Santa Cruz. You mentioned Tank, who's like the future pay-per-view star, and uh, Sofimo Lopez. Uh, wow, I'm just shocked. Uh, is there a Pacific? You said 130, 135, Leo. Uh, when it comes to Lopez, did you want to fight him at his 135? I mean, he's a he's saying he's gonna go to 140 soon. He's a big boy, right? Do you do you care? You're gonna fight him at 140, 135, or you you don't? Um, naturally, I'm bigger than Telefimo. Naturally, like you see us right beside each other, you can pick okay. that I'm the bigger fighter. So yeah. if it makes sense, then, I mean, yeah, I'll fight him at 140 because the size difference ain't nothing. But, like gotcha. like I said, if it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? How far how far do you see your – like, do you see yourself being a middleweight at the end of your career? I mean, again, I know this is all hyperbole. We're just having fun with it. But do you see yourself being a middleweight champion? Do you see yourself being a, ju- a junior middleweight champion, you know? Um, I want to start at – if like I said, if I can, I want to start at 130 and go all the way up to 154. Okay, so that's your, your – you, you see 154 as your limit. Yes, sir. And I probably can do, gotcha. like, in my late years, I probably do a catch weight. What was it, 54 to 60? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I probably do a catch weight to 60. Okay, so you got uh, – I'm just going to throw it out there, man, because we threw out some good names. Uh, 154, 160, you got Errol Spence at 147. You got the Charlo brothers at 154, 160. You don't want to fight with those guys? Well, of course, they great, but they one forty seven. Okay. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I mean, let's yeah. let's say about time I get to one forty seven, they probably be at like at one sixty. You feel what I'm saying? So shoot. Yeah, I hear you. you never know what them fights. No, I hear you, bro. But I really respect the whole calling out Tank Leo Santa Cruz, especially, bro. I'm gonna hype it up, man. I'm gonna go on Twitter <laughs> and break the news, man. I'm gonna say Keyshawn Davis wants Leo Santa Cruz his first professional fight, man. I'm gonna go out there and hype it up, man. You know, that's some very good stuff, man. I really appreciate that, man. Um, but um. Just going back, man. I know you're uh you've been um DB three, man. That's kind of your uh that's kind of what you're pushing, right? That's your uh that's my brand. Your uh your brand, yeah, man. How did that start up, man? DB three. You can get a little bit about that. It started off with my big brother Kelvin Davis. He uh brought it to me and my little brother attention, and he we were, it was just talks of it. He was like, man, we should start like a little label like called DB three. We all come together, okay. boxing brothers, and we we all nice like we can do it. So that was okay. about like five years back. And then once I started, like, basically getting on the team and making a name for the Davis brothers, 
then that's where we decided to make an Instagram and really just started putting the DB3 name out there just so people can know who we are. So when we really get down to business like promotions and going when we go pro and stuff like that, we can really get the ball rolling with like a with like a slight fan base of DB3. You know what I'm saying? Not just got jump straight you. into it. Got you, man. Um, I haven't looked at it yet, man, but I'm going to after this call. Uh or do you guys sell like snapback shirts? What are you guys selling right now? No, actually we don't sell nothing right now. Right now it's just okay. DB3. We 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 are DB3. Like we are the face of DB3. When people see us, they say DB3. Like you, like you they you you just said you don't like what we sell, we sell snapback shirts. Nah, you just know DB3. Understand what I'm saying? Got you. And that was my idea of it. As of right now. Got you. We're gonna start expanding in the future. Got you, got you, man. But uh, when you do start starting those snapbacks, man, I'm a big snapback guy myself, man. So I definitely <laughs> need one of those, man. You got to autograph it and all that, too, man. I'm a big fan. You know what oh, I'm yes, saying? sir. So, I'm going to get you right, I, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. Uh, just see, uh, bro, you gave me some lot of good stuff I'm going to work with, man. Just yes, see uh, um, who uh, just wanted to uh, just piggyback. You know, we mentioned Sweet Pea. Is there any – who kind of – I mean, you mentioned your brothers. You mentioned a lot of good, you know, guys, Shakur, you know, Andre Ward. But who – what was it that kind of puts you in the box, like, makes you a fan of boxing, wanted, wanted you to become a professional boxer, an amateur boxer? Like, who, who caught your eyes as a younger? Uh, Muhammad Ali, for sure. Muhammad Ali? Yes, yes, sir. What, up, what about Muhammad Ali? How he, how he spoke. When, you, when he spoke, even if he wasn't a fighter, when he spoke, he was the type of person where you still would listen to. Okay. His leadership, his mentality. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Not just his fighting ability, but Muhammad Ali himself was just great. And Muhammad Ali name speak for itself, you know? Got you, got you. No, no, that's a great fighter. I think a lot of guys uh, see him as uh, one of the best, if not the best. Um, is there a specific fight from Muhammad Ali that you uh, look back all the time that you just like to watch? Uh, I caught myself watching that Joe Frazier, Joe. I think the, okay. the third one. Okay, what up? What about that fight? Kind of just stands out to you, man. That was the third fight. That was the all. Yeah, that was put, yeah, exactly. That yeah. was the put it all on the line fight. You feel what I'm saying? And they and they both no, put it all on the line. And I feel like after that fight, the decision really didn't even matter. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying because yeah. it was such a great fight and how it went. They just the fans enjoyed it. It didn't matter who won it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's how I, I wish boxing would get back to that where people would just. Love the fight for what it was, not the decision. And not, yeah, not the wins or losses. No, unfortunately, we count like as soon as you lose, you're a bum, you suck. You know why you're fighting. You know what I'm saying? No, you wasn't ready. The losses. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I didn't get into it, man. I just seen uh, the uh, how does it feel training with uh, K Karoma, man? Like, can you talk, uh, can you uh, elaborate a little bit about that training with him? Um, honestly, K is one of the best trainers. You know, uh, he come up with with things that. He come up with things in the gym where we never done before, but when we shadow boxing, he just come up in the head of what we're gonna do for the day and he perfect it. Like he a freestyler. Like he, he when he comes to training, he's most definitely a great trainer. And I can't put none past that. You know, it's fun training with him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I can learn a lot off him, you know. He he, he the one that honestly took me to the next level. And uh, Okay. Ever since then, I've been rocking with him. Got you, got you, man. Um just uh just wanted to end the call, man. Um we appreciate everything, man. Uh who uh I mean you mentioned like I said, man, going back to Shakur and you know, Andre Ward, you know, Shakur's just starting his career now. Andre Ward had a amazing amateur, you know, won a gold medalist, yep. had an amazing 
professional career. Uh, who, uh, who's, who's your guys now? I know, you know, you're your own boxer, you know, you're the core, but who do you like to watch now on TV? Like, what's, what's, your, what's, who do you look forward to? Like, to watch Saturday night, you know, no, you know, when Corona's out, you know, who do you sit down, you know, have a, have a gate, a cold Gatorade with your, with your brothers, with your, with your boys? Like, who do you, who are you watching on TV, man, on Saturday nights? Because um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a type fighter that I like to watch boxing, period. So if you're okay. just talking like who I watch, yeah, I hate like right now. Just, just I'm just saying right now, like the present. Right. You know what I'm saying? We mentioned a lot of the past, right. the, the future, but just like right now, like you know, like me for instance, I'm a big Bud guy. You know, I, yeah. I every time you know Bud's fight is fight week, I'm really excited because because uh you know when it comes to Bud, you know he's an orthodox that's been fighting softball. He's in his third weight class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been knocking everybody out. 147. You know the Spence talk. It's like. It's always gonna be there. We want that fight. So that's one of the guys I look for, Bud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Lomachenko's another one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another guy that just again a very, very, very talented amateur career. You know, two gold medalists. You know, he's a very good, very athletic fighter, very gifted. So I look yeah. forward to Lomachenko. And then Triple G is always another guy too. Triple G. You know, he had a very good dominance from 2010 to 2018 at middleweight. Uh, those are three guys that just popped top of my head. Yeah. But like right now, like what was one of the guys you just got like you know what you know what Shakur is fighting or. Bud is fighting. What's one of the guys that you kind of get excited for? Yeah. Well, of course, and this probably me being biased, but Shakur Stevenson, he's probably the one of the first. You know, I go to all his fights and stuff like that. But um, if we just get off of that, I love to watch Tank. Like every time Tank fight, like I gotta watch it because okay. he remind me of myself so much with the aggression and his last name is Davis, just like mine. It's just like wow, it's coincidence type of a thing. But I say Tank, and honestly, I say Telefimo. Telefimo is a very exciting fighter. And those wow. like and bro, and those like young yeah, fighters. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Those young no, I'm fighters that I like to watch. Kinda, Go ahead. No, what kind of just I'm kinda like mind shocked. You're very respectful, man. Like you mentioned like you mentioned, yeah, I want to fight Leo Santa Cruz, I wanna fight Telefimo. You know, you mentioned Tank. But uh you just said the two guys you look forward to, to to see, to watch Tank and Tefimo. And um, you know, when guys hear, oh, you know, um, they want to fight. They, you know, Tank wants to fight Leo. People take it as a negative. Yeah. But I like that you mentioned these guys, Safimo and Tank, that you like to watch, but you also want to have a rival. You also want to fight them yep. because you feel like the best, the best Keyshawn will come out of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like some respect, man. It's not a disrespect wall. I think I'm better than Safimo. Of course, you want to say that. Right. I think I respect guys that say, yo, I'm better than Safimo. I'm better than Tank. But to say that you want to watch them and grow and you go to their fights, but you still want to fight them, to be that's kind of respectful, man. You know, and I I respect that as a fighter, you know. Yeah, and for sure, and you know, and, you know, you know, with them guys, um, you know, with them guys, um, you know, it's 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 never nothing against them. You know, I just feel like I just feel like right now they're the youngest, best right now. They're the youngest, best. Okay. And I know in order for me to be the best, I'm gonna have to fight them eventually. Understand okay. what I'm saying? If they're in that weight class, so. I'm looking forward to be the best. Why not, like, talk about what I'm looking forward to doing? You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I'm trying to fight these guys, but I also love watching them because they are entertaining. Wow, I respect that, man. Um, just wanted to piggyback on the uh, the fighters of the president. Um, just wanted uh, – you know, pound for pound is always talked about. Love, guys love to talk about who's the pound for pound one. Yeah. It's so subjective. It's so – Bias, it's so whatever, you know what I'm yeah. It's fun, it's all fun. Talk. Yeah. I find it, I find it fun because I like to, I'm like you, Keyshawn. Um, I'm a 
I'm not a reporter. I, I'm just a, I'm just a fan who loves to to talk boxing to to learn. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning from just this, you know, this podcast interview alone. I'm learning a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm more intrigued to watch the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the amateur level. You know, I wasn't before, but like now, I am. You know, and I I'm grateful the sport of boxing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, but just going back to that. Uh, who is your? I'm not gonna ask for a list. I'm not gonna ask for top five. I'm not even gonna ask for top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, you know what I'm saying? Who is your pound for pound number one, the best fighter in the world right now? Canelo. Canelo. Ah, you, you're killing me, man. I'm a Canelo. <laughs> but go, uh, can you just give me some little, uh, little why? Why Canelo? Why Canelo? I mean, he lost to Floyd, and I don't consider that as a loss. Okay. Straight like that, like. Who got who got the resume like Camelo? No, Canelo, nobody. Okay. So why is he got not you. number one pound for pound? <laughs> like if you talking resumes and, and, and statistics and stuff like that, it's Canelo. And I'm got not you. trying to hear nothing about no. I'm sorry, but I love Bud, but no, it's not Bud. It's not Earl Spence. It's definitely not Lomachenko. It's Canelo. Okay, gotcha. It's Bud. I'm just because I'm a big Bud right. guy. Is Bud like a close two? Is he a close number yes, two? Yes, yes, sir. You? I think I think it's Canelo. Okay. I think it's Canelo. Terrence, Earl, Lomachenko. Wow. I, I love your list, man. I dig it. Four, that's, uh, you got the two, you know what I'm saying? You got two Americans in there. Not to make it like, you know what I'm saying? I love I love the, I'm very patriotic, man. I'm yeah. USA all the way, man. I love you got the two guys right there in the middle. Respect to Lomachenko, Ukrainian. You know, you got number four. He's a great talent. You got Mexico in there. But I respect it, man. And I do respect that, you know, you're an American and you have Canelo as number one. So you're not, you can't. They can't push the bias on you. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, thank you again, man, Keyshawn, man. I know you're a busy guy. I know we tried to get this uh, rolling last week, this morning. I know it was trouble, but I really appreciate you being patient with it, getting it done, man. I'm very, very excited. I know not me, but a lot of guys that I, I talk to on a regular or re- or that follow the amateur and the Olympic heavy are very, very excited for you. I'm excited. Uh, I know USA's behind you, man. Uh but uh, good luck with everything, man. I, I know this ain't this is gonna be the first of many uh, interviews. Uh, you know, once the Olympics start kicking in again, I hope to have you back on. We can talk a little bit about the Olympics. And uh, no, man, again, thank you, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. And whoever gonna hear this interview, y'all can follow me on Instagram on Business Keyshawn, and then Twitter Keyshawn Davis Eight. Appreciate you, man. You have a good All one, right, brother. You too, man.